Yes. Hi, honey. So let's just go ahead and start again. So how long have you been married? Um, I got, we got married in July of 2016. And okay. the divorce started around uh, December 2019. So about a little over three years. So a little over three years. How long were you dating before you got together? Um, short, maybe eight months short time okay so pretty short okay so what what happened honey how did you get into this situation what happened oh my god how did i get into this situation honestly i don't even know i think he just hit a lot of his um controlling and narcissistic behavior before and then problems started arising more after uh we had the baby together and then once we bought a house he got even more controlling so it just was a messy, messy situation because it was such a short, short marriage, but there was a lot put in. So, well, yeah. it sounds like the more committed you were in, you know, because women, when they have a child, they feel more committed to, or to try and make yeah. a marriage work. And then you yeah. bought a house together. So there's financial commitment as well. Yes. So, okay. So what exactly are you experiencing in this relationship? You said, I believe you told me before you were in the process of a divorce, but you're living together now. Oh, yes. No, we weren't. We're still in the process. Um, unfortunately, we were living together until about July of this year. So it was almost a year and a half because the, the courts, can't order the sale of the house and he was refusing to sell so we finally got him to agree to list it and then with the pandemic it's hard it was hard to get a decent price so unfortunately we're stuck living together for a long time it was very very hard i can um, imagine and now we're just dealing with impossible really very difficult time of my life and now we're just dealing with um my daughter going back and forth and it's very hard yeah she's three and a half she's very mm. young Okay. So was it physical abuse, psychological abuse? I mean, what was happening? Uh, psychological and emotional, more psychological and emotional and a lot of control, trying to not have my family involved and help me. Um, he didn't want my family close to me. Um, very controlling of who I'm with, where I'm going. So that's one all sounds very like, manipulative, like... Uh, what he says and what his mom says. Manipulative, yes. Like, what he says, and then if his mom gives an opinion, well, my mom said this, so you should do this, because she knows best. And it was... At first, I thought it was just, you know, giving an opinion, little things like that. But it became to a point where it was more like they wanted to control and micromanage every little thing I did. So his mother was involved as well. Yes. So they kind of tag teamed you, basically. You were outnumbered, yeah. <laughs> yeah. huh? Yep, I was outnumbered. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. You were outnumbered because you didn't have your family having your back, but he had his mother. They had my back. They had my back, but they're not as um. They don't like to fight. You know, no, what I meant when I said that was, was he wanted to. Yeah. He wanted to separate you. He separated you from them. Yeah. So they didn't know what was yeah. happening. They didn't know what was happening until it was already too late, and it was the mom and the sister. Oh my sister goodness! Well. So I was definitely outnumbered. Yes. 
and I'm still like traumatized from the whole thing. And it's just, it's not even done yet. We're still in court and I don't even know. With the pandemic, everything's taking so long. But you're living on your own now, right? Yes. Well, that's good. Thank God for that. Is is there a cultural thing going on? Like, is he just white American family or... Cultural, what nationality American? are they? Uh, Sephardic Jews. We're Sephardic Jews. What does Sephardic mean? So they have like this, Sephardic is like Middle Eastern. Ah, okay. So, so they can be, they sometimes can have this like a very dominant, you know, depending well, on the family. Well, that's why I asked because um, some, you yeah. know, uh, cultures, the the men can be very controlling and dominant, yes. domineering, mm-hmm. or whatever. Okay, and you are you Jewish also? Yes, I am. Yeah. And similar background. Okay, but I that was I guess one of the reasons where I thought we would work because the background was so similar that you wouldn't, you know. You wouldn't expect so many issues to come up. Okay. So what I'm getting is that in your life, you know, prior to this marriage, I I feel that you did see that there were some red flags. You know, that's the vibe I'm getting from you. Yeah. Uh... But you you chose to ignore it. Mm-hmm. Why do I yeah. feel that you had felt such a pressure to be married? Because I feel that, like I said, you ignored mm-hmm. the red flags because I just see that you wanted to be married. What was it that was pressuring? Yeah. Like, what made the pressure in your mind at that time? Like, I need to be married. I need to be settled down. Yeah, so true. I was already in my early 30s, and most of my friends were already married, and I think I was like, I was dating a lot, I was kind of done with dating, and I wanted to be settled down already, yeah, and have a family, yeah. There was a lot of pressure. Early 30s, and I was already, I was ready, I felt ready, Mm -hmm. and he was very persistent and pursuing and always promising he'd be good to me, and he'd be a wonderful husband, and things would be great, you know, so. Mm -hmm. And how are you feeling about the necessity of being married right now? Do you still feel that pressure? Like right pressure now, I, I think it's important. I think it's, I think it's important. I think it's nice. But right now, I'm like so. I I think it's very. I've been through a lot, mm. and I'm trying to just be comfortable in my own skin and be, you know, because there is something nice about having your own little family and being married, but you need the right person because you can also be so miserable and so unhappy in a marriage. Sure. So basically you opened up your eyes because like, it sounds like in the past it was like biological time clock, maybe peer pressure. Uh, But I also sense that you didn't feel loved. I didn't. No. Is that your family that I feel that you didn't get enough love and attention because I just feel like you needed to be needed or needed to be loved and didn't get that prior to this marriage I don't 
I don't know. My family is very loving. I don't think it's for my family. Um, maybe it could be because I went through like a lot of groups of friends. Because as we get older, friends would like settle down, and then the group of friends would change. So you just um, felt alone. How about you? Because yeah. I'm also feeling that there was another big disappointment for you in love besides this guy. Prior to him, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think if it was. Was there I mean, someone that disappointed lot, you? But there was that no engagement or no. Um, there may have been a few that I thought were more decent people that turned out to be not such nice. Yeah, but I can't think of anyone in particular. So basically, there has always like been a pattern for you uh, having like disappointment and love, generally speaking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, like I said, I'm feeling that this stems from, like I said, not feeling uh, loved. Uh, for who you are. Okay. I feel that you're always trying to focus on making others happy. Yeah. Uh, this could be a culture thing where as a woman, uh, like you feel like this responsibility to family just to not prioritize your wants, your needs, and it's all about other people's happiness. Yeah. You it's know? Very true. I, I and feel I tried that, that. I tried my best, but it, it overtook my, it, like I had to give so much that I felt like I was neglecting myself and that's when I stopped. Yeah. Well, let me tell you what this guy is feeling. I feel that you gave a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of yourself in this relationship. And then suddenly it's like you decide this is no good and you're not going to be that person anymore. Because I just yeah. feel like this whole thing sprung on him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that doesn't give him the right to take advantage of you. But mm -hmm. I feel that you had, by being the way that you were, you kind of tapped into his narcissistic self. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I want to make you happy. And then he's like, well, I want me to be happy, too. So this is a match made in heaven. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because of his selfishness. And now, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't feel that he can ever have another successful relationship. And this is what he is fearing. Because I feel that he is aware that what he had with you will never happen again. And this is a like a yeah. really, really, really insecure guy at the end of the day. And he projected a lot of that onto you.
and gave you like all the anxiety, all of the fear, all of the second guessing yourself. Like he put all of that stuff that's that he feels onto you. Does that make sense? Do you understand what I mean? Yes. Oh, oh, a hundred percent. Till now, I sometimes question, like, could I have done this? Could I have done? Yes, hundred percent. Yeah. Well, there's something that you need to adjust, uh, sweetheart. Like I said, this people-pleasing thing is not working out for you, like, at all. I think uh, that you need to take a step back and do some serious self-examination. And you have to really think about what it is that's going to make you happy. Like, what Mm -hmm. is it that you really want? Because it sounds to me like uh, you never really had an opportunity to think about what what those things are. Like, what's going to make me happy? What do I want? What am I looking for? Yeah. So when you don't know or you're not clear about what your goals are or what you're looking for or what you want then you can find yourself in in a number of crazy scenarios by not being clear on that. You know what I'm saying? True. Very true. So I think that that's what made you vulnerable and susceptible. But the most important thing, hon, is uh, you're not too late. I do feel that there is a future for you. And I can feel that there's another marriage for you. So, you know, what is it that you're really wanting to know right now about your present circumstances and where this is all headed? Uh, I want to know, like, have you seen end in sight for litigation because it's going on so long already in court and if things, if there's like a favorable outcome and, um, and also, if there's any, like, in the future, happiness, love, success, I guess within the next two, three years, or I don't it's know if you see, like, timeline or three just years. general. It's going to be about three years. Okay. And that's, so, so that's gonna, because of another you. Another three years? No, not with the court stuff. That, that court business oh. is going to be wrapped up in 2022, sometime in the middle of okay. 2022, and it will turn out in your favor. I am concerned about your ex-mother-in-law and her negative feelings. I feel like she's really dragging this out. She's making it super hard. It's Mm -hmm. like she's taking this very personal. Yes. Is she that kind of person? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's taking it personal. She's like, yeah. She's very angry. Uh, yeah. And I just see yeah. that there's always been some kind of money manipulation going on as well. Yeah. Yeah. How do you, oh, my God. Yeah. Prior to yeah. like this divorce yeah. business, it was always like, like used as some threat or something like you felt trapped somehow because of money. I have to do this or that or the other because of money. They just made it always like this yeah. big challenge for you. Yeah. yeah. Or that you had to Money jump leaps yeah. in order to feel secure financially. 
like stupidity. Like even I'm just like seriously, you're just trying to yeah, like little nonsense. Made idea. up lies, went in court with lies. Very sneaky. Very very. Do you see? Like it's a very bad personality. Like just not a nice person. I can not. see. Like I said, a lot of selfishness like uh, something switched in him and a lot of this negative influence I'm not you know being the devil's advocate here but his mother is a big problem problem. yeah Yeah. so actually uh, what I'd like uh, to happen here is for you and I to do a private reading together sometime this evening is that going to be all right okay yeah because i i feel that there's more to tell that maybe we you're not going to be comfortable talking about uh publicly okay does that make sense okay sure okay hon so i will uh i guess we'll uh email and we'll set up a time, okay? Sure. Okay, and let me know when this um, when it comes out, so I can hear the absolutely when you, when you uh, post the podcast. Yeah, I will. Okay, hon. Talk to you soon. Okay, great. Bye bye. Talk now. to you soon. Bye. Thank you. Bye bye.